0: Hey Strayer, how are you going? Hang on. It's Thursday, December 9, all day. And I am your host, James Clements. I'm a writer sometimes for whoever else wants to pay me that sweet, sweet folding stuff. Here in Larry Armour Studios, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. Oh ripping Strayer a bit, that's what we do, isn't it? Yes it is, Jimmy. And we don't take things too seriously, do we? No, we don't. We leave all that for the nerds. There's so many of them. You can find all your serious stuff. We're here to make basketball fun, bro. So today, Steph did not hit 16 threes <laughs> to break Ray Allen's record. Oh, man, he might do it. <laughs> that was awesome. We did get an MVP performance from the reigning MVP. Uh, we got another belter between a shorthanded Philly and a shorthanded shallot. Uh, the Cavs continue their run. OKC okay, hold on for a win thanks to Moose and Kuzma had a big overtime game winner. So 13 games today to fang through in the NBA Australia game wraps. That means that's not a knife. All made no made spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got yeah, Nas. So we've got the unpopular opinion of the day. We've got our back take house. We we're serving up a flame grill take. Uh, there's a quick Australian player watch, a quick Kiwi Corner, and a quick bunch of game previews and picks for tomorrow before we finish off with a rerun of Cooking with Bainsey because I've got to get out of here and go grab the squid. <laughs> so episode 716 of NBA Australia...
1: Let's go
0: Alright, support for NBA Straight is brought to you by Manscaped, the men's below-the waist grooming champions of the world, and they offer precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And they just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Luma 4.0, bro. 4.0. It's better than the one, better than the two, better than the three. Is that an algorithm? (laughs) Join over 2 million men worldwide. who trusts Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you, 20% off, and free worldwide shipping. Love that. With the code STRAYER over there at manscaped.com. I was one of the first folks to try the 4.0. I love it. It's got everything. The light, waterproof, wireless charging And uh, the cool part, the best part is, it's always going to be the skin-safe technology, the ceramic blade, a.k.a. just like this house. There's no bloody nicks. No nicks here, mate. No nicks. Love it. Uh, Basically, it comes down to the simple idea of, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, that's gross. Grow up. You're doing it wrong. Don't get your pubes in your mouth. That's disgusting. Get your own ball hair and body hair trimmer with Manscaped. Make me time the best time. And enhance your confidence. Or going to town on your nice, smooth boyos there. Your balls will thank you and so will anybody who gets anywhere near them. That's what it's all about, really, isn't it? 20% off and free shipping with the code STRAYER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYER. There's a whole bunch of other uh, awesome men's grooming products there as well. So go check it out right now. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools. That's right, the
1: right tools, tools for the job with Manscaped. This is Matthew Delvedover and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shock attack.
0: Uh, you better, you better watch out for the uh, power outage attack. If you may. me, holy moly! Just sitting around last night, about to do a uh, already late NFL Australia, and the lights went out, and so did everything else. And the entire house. <laughs> and a bunch of places on our street. Yeesh. So, uh, NFL straight, got pushed back to this morning. <laughs> it's a lot of days late. Uh, but it's all good, you know. I sat there using the last 30 odd percent of my phone, watching Larry Bird highlights and Auntie Donna videos. <laughs> it's great. Pud. Need some pud. Uh, either way, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA. Show the daily. Whip around, boom. Dame, Dame Lillard. So, one of the uh, big games today was obviously Golden State versus Portland. One of those classic games where they schedule it before the season and go, oh, man, that'll be sick as age, Steph Curry versus... Oh, no, no Dame, no CJ. Either way, the Blazers today, Dame basically was like, yeah, look, I'm not asking for a trade. My intentions are to be in Portland and to figure it out. He's in the office with Chauncey every day, basically trying to find solutions, not planning an exit, apparently. I love that. Now we need the uh, Chris Haynes piece about how he's uh, doing other stuff behind the uh, scenes. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's like, nah, man, it's not coming from me. It's coming from the reporter that I keep as a pet. Ah, <laughs> oh, The current day NBA is just full of it, isn't it? I love it. The Bulls, they signed Stanley Johnson. It's a soft J because uh, he's got a hard one. Uh, Stanley Johnson out of the South Bay Lakers, the G League, because they've got no players. Yeah, they just don't. They're down like five rotation players at the moment. And injuries, and it's just a bit shit. Uh, Stanley actually was in training camp with the Bulls, so that makes a bit of sense. Uh, nice to see him get another chance. Ja Already out. Now he's copped the old COVID. That sucks. He injured. What are you doing to get COVID? <laughs> that's pretty brutal. Oh, man, I'm just rehabbing in the club. Uh, so that's a bit of a tough one. He is double vaxxed. So you've got to assume it doesn't really push back his uh, return for the Grizzlies by too much. But either way, interesting to note, Ben Simmons. Uh, I love these sort of weird, oh, man, we already talked about that kind of reports, and then it's all reported as new shit. It's like, oh, the Sixers in Portland, oh, the Sixers don't want McCollum. It's like, well, he's got a collapsed lung at the moment. Then it comes out, you read the story, and it's like, oh, they haven't spoken to Portland in weeks. And they just said then, we just don't want McCollum. And that's the same story we all read three weeks ago. So... Anyway, fuck that. Let's do some game reps. All right, I'm going to go sc- go grab the squid because old mate's up in uh, Sydney today. Working hard for the money. And uh, I'm got to go grab him before I go out to a gig tonight. So let's uh, do this pretty quickly. Hey, Philly, they beat Charlotte 110-106 again. Uh, great showing by Charlotte again, but again, not enough to get past Philly again. Uh, this time it was a bit more balanced from uh, the Sixers. Wasn't a bajillion points from uh, Embiid, but... You know, he the big fella is the fulcrum of their offense. And uh look, Charlotte came storming back, took the lead, but Philly sort of just out executed them down the stretch. A couple of turnovers, uh, hit their free throws, and then the threes just sort of stopped dropping uh for Charlotte, so they fell just short. And Philly just sort of held their nerve, and it was good to see Tobias Harris calmly stepping up, hitting free throws, Joel and B doing the same. Uh Gordy Hayward, it was pretty bloody good in this one. 31-5-7 sevens. about time. Shot came back, he went ten of eighteen. Oubre at twenty-two and ten. He shot three of twelve from downtown. Only eight of twenty-two overall. Bit of a rough one from Kelly. Uh, Miles Bridges at twenty-five and five. And PJ Hamilton Washington hit a couple of threes late, but just not enough uh, from the rest of the Charlotte Hornets. You know, look like when they're just short-handed, you do need the book Knights and the PJ Hamilton Washingtons, the Thors, to step up and uh, do a bit of damage. They couldn't quite do it. The Sixers beat at thirty-two and eight. <laughs> He was so good. Uh, 8 of 17 from the floor as well. 15 of 19 from the free throw line. That's how you do it. Tobias Harris, the never-nude had 18 and 6. Set the shit one curry in front of his dad. 23 points. 8 assists. Dell, of course. Or Hornets announcer. Good on him. Uh, 4 of 8 from downtown for Seth. Maxie couldn't shake loose in his return from uh, non-COVID-related illness. 3 turnovers, 6 points. Not a great game. Uh, Solid from Shake and uh, Andre Drummond, 8 points each. They had just enough down the roster, the Sixers, to get over Charlotte. They're now 14 and 11, the Sixers. 14 and 13 for the Hornets. Cleveland! Cleveland! Beat the pants off of Chicago. Ooh, they really did. Like, to a pretty horrifying degree. 115 92. Malude. Malude! Uh, this was a smashing. They're up 22 in the third quarter when Kevin Love hit three threes in less than two minutes. Ah, that was all she wrote, fellas. It was still like twenty-six points halfway through the fourth quarter, and we got like over five minutes of full proper garbage time at the end. Cavs went thirteen to twenty-eight from three. That's pretty bloody good. And the Bulls bench didn't score for the first three quarters. Oh man, but we're short handed. Yeah, but you gotta do something. <laughs> God damn. Vooch couldn't shake loose. I mentioned this in yesterday's uh preview as well. All that length, all that size, it was gonna give Vooch a uh, bit of a bit of a nightmare, and he it's exactly what happened. Eight of twenty three for Vooch. Kobe, uh, 1 of 7 from downtown. Ends up with an 18 and 12, but, yeah, not efficient. Uh, 23 for Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine, 9 and 21 shooting for him. Lonzo wasn't bad, 6 of 12, 4 of 9 from downtown, 19, 4 and 7 for him. But, yeah, I mean, fuck all else. Derek Jones Jr. at 11. A.O. Troy Brown, Dotson, they couldn't make an impact at all. Uh, Garland at 24 and 6 for the Cavs. He was awesome. 9 of 16 and Mobley went 8 of 11. So when they're two sort of young guns – Basically combined to go, what's that, 17 of 27. Oh, brah, that's not bad, eh? 16 and 9 with five blocks for Mobley. He is a weapon. They're such a different team when he's out there. God, he looks weird too. 13, 12 and 4 for go the fro, Jared Allen. 14 for Larry, that's a girl's name, Mark. And then 11's for Love and Rubio. Love and Rubio, that sounds like a CBS uh, drama, doesn't it? This week on a very special episode of Love and Rubio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chicago, 17-9, Cleveland, Cleveland, and absolutely belting 14-12. Washington, they just eked past Detroit thanks to a Kuzma game winner. What? In overtime. What? That's right, the Wiz needed overtime to get past Detroit in Detroit. I kind of predicted this one yesterday as well. 119-116, um, 60 points from the Pistons in the first half. They're up eight. Uh, but the Wiz fought back, got a Kuz game winner in overtime, put the guns in the holsters, waved off the Detroit crowd. Pretty, lo- Pretty cool. For a pretty uncool guy. Good job, Coos. Uh, they're only there because the Wiz blew a 13-point fourth quarter lead, though. Frank Freddie Jackson got him back into it. Foul from Dinwiddie sees so a go to overtime. Cade actually tied it up. Cade Cunningham tied it up at the end of overtime, the number one pick. But last shot, Coos gets it in the corner, nailed it. Nice win for the Wizards. They needed that. They couldn't drop that one. Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant had 28-5, 21-4-3 for Cade. He shot eight of 20, but it was pretty bloody good. I love him. Frank Freddie Jackson had 19 off the bench. He made five threes. Causes a bit of havoc. It's just what he does. And uh, they shot 13 to 24 from downtown, the Pistons. Not bloody bad, bro. Uh, for the Wiz Coos, at 26, 7, and 4, including the game winner. He goes 8 of 18, 4 of 10 from downtown. Awesome game. 25 and 6, for Brad Beal. Dinwiddie. The shot's still not quite there for Spencer. Oh, Spencil! 12, 6, and 7. Dan Gafford had 6 blocks in Montreal. Only played 18 minutes. A bit of a tough one. Oh, and here we are. Mook Morris is now uh, unsportsmanlike fouling. Jason Tatum, kick him out. One of the shithead Morris brothers. What a surprise. Uh, Detroit, now 4-20. and 20. Oh, nice, bro. 4-20 <laughs> Uh They've now lost 10 in a row, and the Wizards are fifteen eleven. 11 The New York City Knickerbockers of New York City lost fifth. Uh, what was that? They lost 102-122. Yeah, this was a smashing. Indy kicked the shit out of them. They had 14 points from the rookie, Chris Duarte in the first quarter, and the Pacers never let up. It was a double-digit lead for the Pacers from the second quarter to the end of the game. Whoa. Like, this was a fucking belting. Look, the Knicks are on a back-to-back. They're going from San Antonio to Indianapolis in the Annapolis. Uh, but still, no excuses. RJ had 19, but he shot like shit, 5 or 12, 6... Of 18 for Julius Randle as well for his 18 points and 8 rebounds. Just gross scenes. Uh, they shot 41%, only 9 of 30 from downtown. Brutal. Uh, paces. they shot 53.5%. That'll do it. And all their starters are awesome. Suva, the Suvlaki King. Demata Sabonis, 21, 11, and 5. Miles Turner goes 22 and 4. He went 3, 7 from downtown. Chris Diwarte, 23 points. Also had 6 assists. He was awesome. My Sweet Baby Carrots had 15, 3, and 6. Brogdon has 16 and 5. Big win for Indy with everybody basically on the trading block as of yesterday. <laughs> Eleven and sixteen. New York dropped to twelve and thirteen under five hundred. Oh jeez. Milwaukee with their big three undefeated, went into Miami. 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 <laughs> I love screwing around with the uh, the squid and his like use of pronouns. Mine. Mine. Me. My. You. Etc. He has no fucking clue. It's hilarious. Um, Who's in trouble? Me. Me. No, you're in trouble. Ah, oh, what? What has got old, Dad? Yeah, I'm just playing mind games with a two-year-old. <laughs> How you going? 113, 105, Miami win it. What do you do if you're shorthanded, if you're Miami? I don't know. Hit a franchise record amount of threes. They did. They had nine straight points at the end of the third quarter here. Struce Struce goes off in the fourth, keeps him at bay, 16 points in the fourth quarter. Lowry was massive. They just kept canning three after three. Caleb Martin was absolutely fucking off the chain. Big win for Miami. They definitely need it. They go 22 of 47 from downtown. Absolute scenes. And uh, the Bucs, meanwhile, like Giannis couldn't get going. He went 4 of 13 for his 15 points. Midi had uh, six turnovers, 20 points, 5 of 13 shooting. Giroux was really good. Giroux, Holiday 27, 4 and 4, but... Yeah, not much else. Bobby Portis was all right. 18 and 7, fighting Bobby Portis, fighting around the world. Grayson Allen, everybody else didn't have much of an impact, though. For the Heaters, Kayla Martin, 28. career high. He was awesome. 6 of 8 from downtown. Kyle Lara, big booty. Kyle Lara, 22 points, 13 assists, 6 turnovers, 9 of 21 from the floor, 4 of 13 from 3. Pretty big. I mean, no butts, no bam. They had to come out and kick some ass, and that's what they did. 15, 7 and 8 for PJ Tucker against the uh, team that he won the bloody title with last year. He played his, uh, played his socks off, did uh, Page in those sweet shoes that he's always got. Four or seven from downtown for Struis in that 16 in that fourth quarter. Hero was a bit quiet. Tried to dunk on uh, Bobby Portis, I believe. Didn't work out great. Uh, nine points. Robinson, six points and six shots. Whatever. First game the Bucks have lost with their big three. They're now 16 and 10. Miami, 15-11. OKC sneaked by Toronto, 110-109. Huge win. Got down big four. Back, did OKC took a massive third quarter lead, 33-12. to 12. They absolutely put Toronto to the sword. Then Toronto just fucking furiously rallied, came all the way back, and they win it OKC okay, after Moose Muscala hits a three with nine seconds left to give them the lead again. After SGA drives, drags three defenders with him, kicks it out to Moose, Moose nails a three. And then absolute scenes at the end, old mate Fred Van Vliet of the fight in Van chucks up the shot the game winner it clanks off but Justin Champagne is just like in the scrum throws his hand up throws it up and in what but it was a too late insane shot the place goes absolutely bananas but I can't believe it wasn't in time just watching it live you're like oh shit I don't think ah and then you look it's like nah so game over. OKC win it. Uh, Van Vleet nineteen eight nine. Shot six of 20, 5 of thirteen from three. I think he was like oh of eight at one point. So not bloody bad in the end, really. Uh, Gary Terrence Trent Darby Junior. Twenty four. Siakam at twenty three eleven and five. Scotty Boo Scotty Barnes eighteen eight and five as well. The rookie is just doing good things, but nothing off that Toronto bench. This is the problem with all their injuries. Ken Birch, OG and Anobi. It's just their. Uh, very thin at the moment and that's what happens SGA at 26 and 9 for the Thunder 12 or 12 from the free throw line he crushes it Dort we need more Dort number of pleats uh, 22 Gids he was bloody good 3 of 5 from downtown let's go 13, 8 and 4 for the mop top Mamba Baisley decided to hit some shots in this one 7 of 8 for his 15 and 5 Toronto dropped to 11 and 14 worrying signs bro OKC 8 and 16 Brooklyn lost in Houston what? That's right, James Harden comes home. He's like, yes, I'm in my element. All these slightly larger strippers, (laughs) all this humidity. (laughs) I'm back, baby. 114-104, Houston win it, and the Rock killed him. Harden couldn't get anything to drop. Too much time in the club. Uh, Probably not, considering they uh, played Dallas just the other day. But, you know, look, back in Texas, Harden's got things to take care of, you know? And Patty couldn't hit a shot, Harden couldn't hit a shot, and that was basically it, Brooklyn without KD. KD sat this one out after playing a lot yesterday. It's a back-to-back boom. Houston leapt out, never gave up the lead. That's If you're Brooklyn, this is one you just put straight in the bin. They went 8 of 33 from downtown, under 40% from the floor. Bunch of turnovers, just brutal. Harden had 25, 11, and 8, and he's returned to Houston. They're the only team he's not scored 40 against, if you can believe that. Didn't have that, obviously. Uh, Cam Thomas, 7-15 for his 18, 12 for Patty, just nothing going for the Nets. Eric Gordon had 21 for the Rocks. 12 and 15 15 for Christian Wood, what ScoMo's got for uh, getting former New South Wales premiers (laughs) into federal politics. Oh, got a Christian Wood, eh? Uh, 19 points for uh, Gary Bird. How good was that? Gary Bird. Garrison Matthews, three steals, crushed it, 19 points. 18 for Josh Christopher. He's going to pop up again later. Brooklyn dropped to 17 and 8. Houston are 8 and 16 and have the longest win streak in the NBA at seven games. Absolutely insane. Dallas, they outlasted Memphis 104-96. The Grizz's win streak is stopped without Jar. Luka was bloody good. He went despite having a bit of a bung ankle. Zinger was pretty good. So, Zinger, extreme Zinger meal. Extreme Zinger meal. Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. at 26-7. But, yeah, the Dallas D just sort of... You knew this one was coming for the Memphis guys without Jar. Uh, The shots suddenly don't fall. Boom, bit of a tough one. 15 on 18 shots for, uh, you guessed it, Dylan Brooks. Desmond Bain, 5 of 15 for his 14 points. Josh Green probably sitting there shitting in his, uh, probably snuck in the back, shitting Desmond Bain's shoe. Uh, The Grizz went 9 of 31 from 3, not good. The Mavs, look, Luca was awesome. 26, 8 and 7, 5 of 10 from downtown. Zing at 19 of 4. I mean, he was supercharged today. Supercharged, Zingerberger. Sniper alert. Reggie Bullock actually hit some shots. What? Reggie Bullock actually hit some shots. He went four of six from downtown. He was six of 30 after uh, warning everybody he's a sniper. About fucking time. Uh, Brunson, 10. Hardaway, nine points on 10 shots. But this is the thing. You bring Reggie Bullock in to do exactly this. Hit a couple of shots. And uh, you win a game. Boom. There you go. Memphis now 14 11. Dallas up to 12 12. Utah kicked the shit out of Minnesota 136 104. Huge showing from the Yaz. They went 25 of 54 from three. Whoa. Uh, this is a tight one for the first half. Then Donny Mitchell just went, oh, fuck you. Yes. 12 points in the third quarter. The Jazz got up 14. End up outscoring the Wolves 76 45 in the second half. Wolves can hit anything, uh, especially in the paint. I think they're 18 of 41 in the paint, which is less than what the Jazz shot from three. Gross. Uh, at 22-7-5. and seven and five. Well held by the Rude de Gobert. Ant-Man at 18-5. and five. Pat Bev, 16, but just nothing else elsewhere. Donnie Mitchell, 36. He was bloody good today. 5-12 from downtown. Jordan Jeremy Clarkson went 6-13 from 3 at 18. 13-10 and 10 for Rude de Gobert. 21 for Boyan and Jingles. 11-4-7. Good game from Jingles. Minnesota now, 11-14. Utah crushing at 7-207. Denver, sneak past the... Po- oh, jeez, I need a break. Denver sneak past the Pelicans, 1-20, in overtime. Crazy game. Pelicans had most of the running in this. And seven-zip run by Denver right at the end. Last three minutes, it like a five-point deficit. Gets them to overtime after uh, Joker basically put them up with 17 seconds left. My name is Jonas ties it up with a tip-in off a Devontae Graham miss with about five seconds left. Joker throws in the game winner. It actually goes in and then pops out. Ah, and you thought, fuck, Denver just expended so much energy to get there, right to the end. What's going to happen overtime? And Joker went, yeah, it's all the time. Me just scored all the points. Yes, and he outscored the Pelicans by himself. He had 11, they had nine. Unbelievable. Pelicans Spindles had 16, eight, and five. They keyed in on him, and I think he played a pretty good game. He had four steals, and uh, one of those ones where you look at the spindle stat, stat line, but watching it, you're like, he's making good decisions. Good on him. Uh, my name is Jonas Valanciunas, 27-11 with three blocks. 19 for Herb Jones, baby. 12 points on 13 shots for Devontae Graham. 12-8-8 on 5-11 uh, for Josh. Fucking hot. Uh, the Nugs, 39-11-11 for Joker. Yeah, not bad. 20-6 for uh, Will the Thrill, Air Gordon, Monty. Look, they chucked in 10-11 each. Uh, Denver, this is all Joker right now. 12-12, New Orleans, 7-20. Golden State outlasted Portland, one Portland 4 94 Blazers put up a fight, just not nothing. In the tank without Dame, CJ. Like Norm was funny at 26. Uh, but the Warriors always had an answer and just sort of slowly built up the lead, ran away with it from the third corner onwards. Everyone's like pretty psyched on Steph hitting 16 threes. Didn't happen, but what are you going to do? 12, 13, and 6 for Nurk. Nasir Little was good, 18 and 6 for him. Did a little bit of everything. 12, 6, and 5 for Dennis Smith Jr. Love that he's popping up. Uh, thrift shot. Ben McLemore himself had uh, 12 points. And fuck all else from the Blazers. Larry Nance went 2 of 8, Covington 3 of 7. Fellas, what are you doing? Against Golden State? Your big wings, they come up with 2 and 8 and 3 and 7? Jesus. Anyway, uh, the Warriors, Steph, went 6 to 17 from downtown. He had 22. Pool at 20. Uh, Otto, I like to get blotto, had 15. Went 4 or 6 from downtown. And Draymond Green, 5 points on 5 shots, but he had 10 rebounds and 8 assists. Crazy, crazy vibes. I love it. Uh, Portland are now 11-15. Panic stations, 21-4 for the league-looting Golden State Warriors. Orlando couldn't quite keep up with Sacramento there at the end. 142-130. Not much defense in this one. Not much at all, bro. Both teams shot the shit out of it. Uh, ice cold led from the front for the Magic, but the, Sac- the Kings just sort of held them at bay, literally most of this one. And it was kind of... Uh, very much a magic-y kind of game, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Magic are like, nah, man, we're in this. And it's like, nah, but you're not. Cole Anthony was awesome, but otherwise it was, uh, and Wendell was good. But it was tight for most, but in the second half, the Kings sort of just got up in front. Like, I think it was Diaz of Fox and Terrence Davis sort of doing a bit of stuff in the uh, third quarter. They got up in double digits, and then they just never let up again. Like, There's a bit of a tiny run by the uh, Magic men right at the end, but it was too late. Too little, too late. Um, Ice Cole had 33-8. Six of nine. Nice from three. Uh, Franz Wagner. Hello. 19-6-4. and 19-10-6 and six for Wendell Carter Jr. He is coming along nicely. And Franz Wagner and his playmaking. Love it. 17 for T. Roush off the bench, a.k.a. the please trade me. Please, please. Uh, the Kings, De'Aaron Fox had 33. He was awesome. 12 of 18 shooting. Six of nine for Halliburton. Nice. Five or six from downtown. 18 points, 11 assists, 16s each for uh, Harrison Barnes and Terrence Davis. And Davion Mitchell in 24 minutes at 18 off the bench, the rookie. You'll love to see that. 14 and 10 for Tristan Thompson as well. You thought that was just throwing money into the ocean, didn't you? No, you got 14 and 10 in a win over Orlando out of it. 5 and 21 of the Magic. <laughs> 11 and 14, the Kings. That's three on the trot. Uh, and the Clippers outlast Boston in an absolute belter down the uh, stretch. 114, 111. 11 Hilarious vibes. Uh as mentioned, like, no Paul George, and uh, Boston can't get it done. They don't have... But Jimmy, man, they don't have Jalen Brown. Yeah, but they've still got Jason Tatum. He's the best player out there. What the fuck is going on? They had Reggie Jackson and Mook Morris, and apparently that was enough. Brandon Boston Jr. is out there just beating the buzzer at the half from half court. That was gnarly. They're capped an insane second quarter, actually. The Clips dropped 39 on the Celtics out of nowhere. Uh, the Celtics are down 21. You're like, well, this one's over. And then, boom, 18-2 to run right out of fucking nowhere. Down five towards the end of the third quarter. And Tatum was just taking on the D, attacking the hoop, just doing a little bit of everything. Had like 11 points in that third quarter run and uh, changed the face of the game. Boston were close again. The problem was Tatum then sort of just went missing again until right at the end where he got a couple of extra buckets. They could just never quite get over the hump, right? The Clippers just had a little bit too much. The Celts ripped off like an eight-zip run. The Clippers got back up 15 in the fourth. Ty Lou calls a uh, timeout. LA up, what, 15, basically, you know, this moment, four and a half minutes left. Then you go, well, what's going to happen? I don't know, man. So they had been up 15. We get into the clutch time. Uh, Schroeder and Richo answer a couple of threes from uh, Reggie Jackson and Kennard. It's like it's a five-point game again. It's like less than two minutes to go. And then it just went back and forth all the way down. Richo hitting threes, Marcus smat, hitting shots, Struder doing stuff. It was gnarly. And then the Clippers just held on. They just held on down the stretch. It was pretty cool to see. Mook Morris with shit shithead foul where he just whacked Jason Tatum as he went past. It's like, yeah, I'll tell you what, this is uh, why we need unsportsmanlike fouls. Basically, this got down to a one-point game right at the end after the uh, Mook Morris foul because Reggie Jackson misses one of his free throws right at the end after uh, Tatum dunks <coughs> off Marcus Smart, gets him right back in a two-point game. The weird thing is, like, the Clippers is just... Mook hit a three. They're back up six with, like, under a minute to go. Uh, then it's free throws to Tatum basically the rest of the way, and they just couldn't quite get that extra one, and then Zoobs makes two free throws at the end, game over. Pretty weird, pretty gnarly, the Celtics. I mean, Tatum was 29 and 10, and you feel like you left a lot on the table. You're like, come on, Jason... All right, there's a couple more here. Six turnovers as well. 19 points for Dennis Schröder, I am German Rondo. Marcus Smart had 16 and... Oh, 16, 7, and 6 with four steals. He was good. Four turnovers, but one of six from three. It's just a bit... Oh. 11, 7, and 7 for uh, Big Al Horford. 17 for Josh Richardson. That time he played a good game for Boston. Uh, not much else to write home about. 22 turnovers, though. That was the big problem for the Celtics. Every time they'd sort of try to make some inroads into that Clippers lead... Or try to solidify, like, you know, we're back within five. There'd be, like, a crappy turnover, an easy Clippers bucket. Uh, You had 20 for Mook Morris for the Clips. You had 17 for Reggie Jackson. But the best one was, (laughs) I mean, Brandon Boston out of fucking nowhere. 27 points in 25 minutes. He goes 9 of 13 and 5 of 8 from 3. What a showing. He was awesome. The Duckman, Luke Kennard, also knocked in four threes for his 15 points. 10 and 10 for Zoobs. He had four blocks. Did zoops. He was awesome. Uh, and I guess two man had 10 and 10 as well. They outlasted them. They shot better from three. They shot just as good from the floor. They had a couple less turnovers. This was a sloppy, fun game. You kind of love to see him on the odd occasion. Clippers without Paul George or Kawhi beat Boston. They're 14 and 12. The Clips, 13 and 13 for the Celtics. Now let's finally do an NBA Australia-approved performance of the night and fly through the rest of this bloody
1: show. Oh, yes, let's bloody well do it. Come on! <sighs> Nice. That's a
0: nice. Oh, Caleb Martin. What? No. Uh, 28 points, six threes, mega vibes. They needed that. No butts, no bam. the heat. Uh, you know, the mash ward basically there. Huge game for Caleb. Nine of twelve from the floor. They win at home. Huge win over the Bucks with, you know, their big three. First loss they've cops. So good job by Caleb Martin. But this one's got to go to the Joker. Wins the game. Flat out wins the fucking game. He just won the game for the Nuggets. He's like, yes, it's uh, very nice to see other players on the floor with me, but doesn't matter. Bang. I don't know what that accent was. Hello, it's Serbian. Yes. Uh, 11 in overtime. 39 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. He goes 17 of 23 from the floor. He missed all three of his threes. He went 17 of 20. Just... Into on twos, it's insane. Five and nine from the free throw line, but Joker, he is literally the only thing keeping this Denver team like vaguely afloat. And they needed it. I mean, we saw the big uh, losing streak they ripped off the other uh, last you know week in a bit. They're sort of slowly turning it around. They're now twelve and twelve, and it's all literally down to Joker. Outscoring the fucking Pelicans in overtime by himself was awesome. Like, get the fuck out of here, like awesome. Love that shit. Who was Spud of the night though?
1: Spud, 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 Spud. It is Spud of the
0: night. Spud of the night. Uh, look, there's a couple of interesting ones here. We got a O of six from RJ Hampton. Thanks for coming, our former New Zealand breaker, RJ Hampton. But really, I mean, there's a couple of shitty ones that I just really wanted to highlight. Naz Reed and uh, which one is that? Jaden McDaniels up there in Minnesota. Nazaree goes 2 of 11, 1 of 4 from 3, and 2 of 10 from Jaden McDaniels. You got 4 of 21 combined. That is absolutely brutal. And of course, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain played 34 minutes. He goes 5 of 15. Josh Green, 10 minutes, 2 of 3 from the floor. Aha! <laughs> so who? Who maybe deserved the shitting on? Maybe not Josh Green, you bastard, Desmond Boone. Uh, look, I haven't seen Josh Green shoot 5 of 15, so how about you go blow it out your ass, Desmond Boone? I'm just saying. Just saying, man. Just saying. Blow it out your ass. Go on. Do it. Do it now. Go on. Blow it out your ass. Buddy here was fucking horrible for Sacramento as well. 2 or 13 for him. Uh, 1 of 10 from downtown. That was uh, not a great showing, <laughs> I'll say that much, but... Yeah, 4 of 16 for Harden, obviously, in his return to uh, return to Houston. Not ideal either, but plenty of spuds. Nazarene and Jaden McDaniels. That was the one that really sort of stuck out to me, though. Like, Minnesota, you're playing Utah. You need something and just got nothing. Uh, old mate, no mate. Uh, who could this one go to?
1: Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Mate, no mate. Old mate, no mates. mate, no, mate.
0: Mate, no mate. Who's got no mates today? Uh, one of the athletics beat writers is uh, out there. Was he uh, John Kirshner, isn't it? He's like, uh, t- you know, written a story about the Hawks and how about their offense and their defense. And uh, Twitter dude's like, oh, man, it's almost like three of their best defenders been out of the lineup. And Kirshner's like, uh, you didn't read the story. or have no reading comprehension. Which one is it? Trying to dunk on him. And the Twitter dude is like, ah, uh, yo, I'm not paying to read that. Kirchner goes, cool, say you're broke and continue about your day. <laughs> and then Trey Young just comes out of fucking nowhere and dunks on him as well. He's like, hey, man, like, who says this? I am buying that article. What that make me? Thinking emoji, clown emoji. Next question. Oh, shit, Chris Kirchner is not going to win that one. Uh, getting dunked on by Trey Young. Pretty funny, though. I just like the reading comprehension one was, uh, you know, big dickhead vibes (laughs) from Kirshner. And Trey Young has just obviously gone, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Settle down. I do love a good Twitter troll who doesn't read the article and then starts dunking on, trying to dunk on the writer, and then Trey Young jumps in over the top. So, uh, yeah, Chris Kirshner, I'm going to say, is the old mate. No, mates, because the star of the team that he covers with the athletic is happy to shit on him. Pantsing of the night. Oh, Herb Jones. It's like, ah, oh, just a rookie. Going to go dunk on the MVP. He fucking yammed on the Joker. Holy shit. Go watch that one. Uh, JT Thor and Andre Drummond went back at it like they did the other day, just like fucking Cap and Iron Man, ironically. Because, uh, you know, JT Thor. Uh, <laughs> we went full Mjolnir on Andre Drummond the other day, and then they went back at it again today. Thor got Andre once, and Andre went back and got him again. It was pretty gnarly. Uh, but this one's got to go to Obi Toppin. Ain't no stoppin', no be doppin'. Just through the legs, dunk in a game that they lost. <laughs> they got fucking straight killed.
1: But he got straight killed. Uh,
0: but still, that was pretty gnarly, wasn't it? But that's a bit of a panting, I think. So if you're so confident that I'm gonna, I'm in a game, I'm gonna dunk through my legs, I feel like you should be up, and you should win the game. What are you doing, Obi? You're killing me. Finally, better than Lonzo Ball. <coughs>
1: Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think gonna get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. you are coming for everybody.
0: Coming for everybody. Josh Christopher was awesome today. 18 points. 7-7 seven seven from the floor. 4-4 four four from 3. 2 rebounds. 2 assists. 2 steals and a block. In 23 minutes. It was absolutely unreal. What a bloody game. Like, Josh Christopher, have yourself off. Oh, good night, mate. Uh, I very much enjoyed that. So... He's on the Rockets. He's not going to get much pub, but today he was better than Lonzo Ball, and so was Mobley. Evan Mobley. 16, 9, 1, 2, and 5 blocks. 8 of 11 from the floor. 1 foul, 21 steals, 43 blocks, and 45 fouls on the season. He is fucking awesome. I love him. All right, let's do some YNAs yeah, right after, let's say, This one. <laughs> This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarren. This is Jason Cadet.
1: This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Eli. Yeah. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as WorTho. And you're listening to, MBA Australia. You listen to NBA Australia.
0: And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to
1: NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. <coughs> and you're listening to NBA Australia. <laughs> and you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. <laughs> All
0: right, let's do some YeahNars. They're brought to you by DailyLiquor.com. Look, Melbourne, don't rock up anywhere without booze this summer. Come on, it's freedom summer. Let's do it. So uh, don't go get the Omicron Percy I 8 either. Just bring the bottle out of you with TheDailyLiquor.com. They'll drop it off at your house, corona-free. Uh, they've got wines, beers, cocktails, everything you need. Go check it out. Ciders, liquor, ginger beers, everything you need. Check them out at TheDailyLiquor.com. And if you're banging the code Straya, you get a free 6 back on your made Jimmy. I'm just saying. Look, there's no better deal you'll find. Uh, it's for the Melbourne metro area. Same-day delivery if you're to before noon. Be over 18, obviously. And uh, go get the daily liquor.com right now. Right, yeah, Naz, number one. Will Steph's own three-point record, which he'll obviously set probably next game, be broken? Yeah, nah, fuck yeah. I mean, shit, Buddy Hill might break it if he plays long enough. Uh, unfortunately, Buddy, I don't think was he's too old uh, when he came into the NBA, but... In terms of, like, three-point attempts per game, I feel like there will be someone who has a green light and plays long enough and hits so many that I reckon it will be. I mean, you just think about the way the NBA's gone in the last 10 years and just the explosion of three-point attempts. Like, someone like Jalen Green might just sort of come into his own as an absolute fucking lights-out shooter over the years, similar to, like, you know, in stature, etc. to Dame and just play fucking forever and beat Steph's record. Who knows, but Steph, it's... I feel like it's going to have to happen. Like, it's the evolution of the game. I feel like the only unbeatable one's probably Wilt's fucking 100. Because we might, you know, we'll see someone probably top Kareem. It's just longevity. It's what you're going to get. The records are there to be broken. Dame, if you were Dame, would you want out? This is a big one. Yeah, nah. I don't know, man. Yeah? Like, you're 31. It's cool to be in one place forever. Look at Kobe. Look at Dirk. But at the same time, like, I feel like firing Shay is actually kind of like the weird, fuck, uh, we might have screwed the pooch on this one because an interim GM or a GM that you're bringing in, I mean, how much are they going to shake it up like mid-season? And I think for this year's, like Dame, this will be like what? He's a smallish kind of point guard. He's got what, one, two more years of absolute peak prime years left? you got to do it now. Like I'd get the fuck out. I'm just saying. Uh, finally, should the Celtics have gotten one win out of that LA stint? Yeah, nah, yeah. The fact that they couldn't beat Paul George, a uh, Paul George-less Clippers today. I mean, without Jalen Brown, sure, but you've still got the best player out there. It just sort of says to me a lot of uh, the role players, etc., on this Celtics team just aren't stepping up. And I'd be a little bit worried about that if, was, if I was a Celtics fan. Like, you've got to do something with Marcus Smart because – it's just been years and years and years and years, and he just can't be that reliable third, fourth wheel. Weirdly enough, the fact that you got Schroeder for no money is, like, awesome, but at the same time, he's, like, a less good at defense Marcus Smart. <laughs> like, Schroeder should be more, like, he'll get more comfortable as the season goes on, but I don't know, man. That's sort of, like, a bit of alarm bell kind of vibes, the Celtics. Like, we go up and down... All the way through this season, we've done it for pretty much every team. The Celtics have been so up and down; it's a fucking roller coaster bill. But I kind of look at that and go: Lakers, then the Celtics, and you don't win one of them. Oof, oof! Even without Jalen Brown today, I mean, come on, they didn't have Paul George or Kawhi. I mean, what are we doing here? It's a bit fucking messy, isn't it? <laughs> All right, unpopular opinion of the day.
1: Now look at me, please.
0: Uh, look at me, look at me. I watched, you know, watched the Nets today and KD sits out and it's just sort of in the back of my brain. All right, well, you're saddled up with Kyrie and Harden and this is what you get. Like, I love Patty Mills. He's out there crushing it. But you're saddling yourself with uh, Harden and Kyrie and I have, and I think, I don't know if this is unpopular, I have zero sympathy for KD up at this point, right? Like, I think you look at Brooklyn, you look at LA, player empowerment is great, but I think it's got its fucking limits, and I think we're seeing them, right? Like, LA will be fine. They've still got LeBron. They've still got AD. KD is the one who's like, man, playing with Kyrie is going to be so fucking cool, man, despite literally fucking years of Kyrie being a giant shit cunt. Like, seriously, who looks at Kyrie's track record and goes, Oh, he seems like a fucking good dude to play with. Everybody with a fucking half a brain in their head. Jesus. And then to go James Harden, MVP scoring machine, we should definitely get him on the downswing of his career. Fucking hell, man. Oh, nah, man, maybe Harden will play some defense. What, for the first time in his fucking career? So KD basically being the fulcrum of this entire Nets sort of vibe, they still might come out of this season and win it all. But shit, I'm like, if KD doesn't, I'm not going to shed it to you. Uh, finally, Outback to girls. It's Thursday. At Outback, you know what that means? Two for one, bloomin' onions. That's right. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck these things are. Apparently, it's a deep-fried onion. Go figure. Not an onion ring. No, it looks like a flower. Figure that the fuck out. If you're not throwing a fucking onion on the barbie, you can go get fucked. Only at Outback... And today's flame grill take is the Brooklyn Nets should just say fuck it and trade Kyrie and bring the Extreme Zinger Meal home. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Let's do it, baby. Back to New York. Zinger. <laughs> Love it. All right, are we'll back in a second with this Australian player watch and then we'll uh, close this one out
1: right after this. This is Chris Anstey and you're listening to NBA Australia.
0: All right, Australian player watch today. Patty thrills in that loss to Houston. Look, I feel like Patty did as much as he could have uh, within the framework of a pretty shit game. <laughs> you know, you get that on the big job sometimes, and uh, that's exactly what happened to Patty today. He had ten points on oh shit, oh shit on what? On what shooting, Jimmy? Chill. yeah it was it was 3-11 that, that's the joke 3-9 uh, <laughs> from downtown 3-4 from the free throw line uh, 1 rebound 1 assist and 1 block Paddy Thrills getting blocks defensive fucking menace Jingle and Joe Ingalls in that win over Minnesota he was awesome I mentioned this early 11 points 4 rebounds 7 assists he went 4-4 four four from the floor 2-2 two two from downtown oh and 1-2 from the free throw line you could have been perfect Jingles he was a plus 32 against the Wolves that's insane uh, Aussie Matty-T, this was a tough one to watch. Um, so Aussie Matty-T, Matisse-Type plays 21 minutes off the bench for the Sixers today in their win over Charlotte. He goes 2 of 7 from down uh, from the floor, but 0 of 3 from downtown. I'll tell you what, two of them could not have been more fucking wide open and none of the three looked like they were going to go in. And it was just fucking heartbreaking. You're like, look, the mechanics look okay, just need him to can a couple of them. You're killing me, Maddie. Come on. Uh, four points and one steal for him today. And as mentioned earlier, Josh Giddy, the win over Toronto. He went 5 of 12 from the floor, but amazing. Three of five from three. Love to see that. Let's go. Three of five from downtown. Weapon. Uh, 13 points, eight assists, four rebounds and a block. Josh Giddey doing it all. And Josh Green got out there for 10 minutes today for the Mavs, which was absolutely gnarly. Uh, going up against his hated rival, Desmond Boone, with his 10 minutes, two of three from the floor. Ends up with four points and a rebound and three absolutely bullshit anti strand foul calls. Uh, good on you, Greeny. Love to see that. It's Thursday. What are we doing Thursdays? We go check in on... Steven Adams, bro, with the Kiwi Corner. So since we last checked in, he's uh, been all right. He's had a good week. So against OKC last week in that record win, he went for nine points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a block. Two or two from the floor. Absolutely crushed it as they beat the shit out of the Thunder. Also nailed five or six of his free throws. Uh, a day lo- oh, two days later, they beat Dallas as well. Remember, Memphis had been on an absolute massive winning tear. He had 11-13, and 13, did the big Kiwi against Dallas. In 27 minutes, he drops 11-13 and 13 with three assists and a steal. Four or seven from the floor. And then, boom, against Miami just the other day. 17 points, 16 rebounds, two assists, a block, and a steal. Absolute menace. He played 31 minutes. Absolutely crushed it. Six of eight from the floor. 17 and 16. That's amazing. And that was a uh, equal season high for him as well, the 17 points. And then today against Dallas in that loss, played 30 minutes, went six points, nine rebounds, three assists, and two steals, and two of four from the floor. Good on you, Stephen Adams. Nice little bit of an uptick. And uh, Memphis feeling okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, the Paddy Mills game day, ball game day, Twitter chicken. This one was uh, a bit of a... Not so much a throwback as, like, I just wanted to see what Dally was up to. And, uh, yeah, he's out there in a commercial now, which is fucking cool. (laughs) Dally is out there going, nah, man, this is fucking sick as. He's still out there, you know, tweeting about Bitcoin and El Salvador and all that sort of stuff, but he's also in a DoorDash commercial, so go check that out on uh, Instagram. Now he's doing a bit of dribbling. And DoorDash, in all their apparent genius, have gone, hey, dribbling, that's like waiting for eating food. I mean, we should tie that into our ads. <laughs> Great job. Anyway, Daly's a fucking legend in it, so good on him. Go check it out. Game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. You better fucking hurry up and go get the squid. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, today, we went, I believe, 7 of 13 on the picks. Almost 8 of 13. We we're half point off with the uh, Clippers because they won by 3. We had them at 3.5. And, a half. and uh, also just missed on Golden State. And the only bad one really was uh, that we had, I believe, Memphis. Oh, and Minnesota, and they got killed. Oh, no, we had, we had Dallas in the Memphis game. Yeah, we had Minnesota. They got absolutely fucking belted. So tough soon's there. Nailed the Houston pick against Brooklyn, et cetera. Nailed Indy. Had some really good ones. So 7 of 13, you'll take that. That leaves us at, for the season, uh, 202 of 369. of Picks against the spread mostly from the weekends where it's head-to-head. So, awesome. Tomorrow we've got Utah at Philly. I'm taking the Jazz minus two and a half. I think they're just too well-rounded, even though both teams are on a back-to-back and Philly are at home. I think Utah are a much more complete team at the moment. Uh, Philly sort of just reintegrating everybody. I think Utah will get them, and I think they cover that one pretty handily. Lakers go to Memphis. Memphis on a back-to-back. Lakers traveling. Lakers two and a half point favorites. I'm going to take that as well. I think uh, the Lakers might go on a little bit of a of a run here, so give me the minus two and a half for the Lakers. Memphis, look, we saw today, like, the shots aren't dropping, there's no real plan B, and you can get a bit bashed, and Dallas did exactly that, so I think the Lakers will get them too. Uh, Denver go to San Antonio, Denver on a back-to-back. I'm going to take the Spurs plus one and a half. I don't know why the Spurs are uh, underdogs against Denver, who are a one-man team, but I'm going to take the Spurs plus one and a half. Look, Joker might absolutely tower teenage mutant Jakob Pertle. He also might sit, so I'm going to take the Spurs plus one and a half, and uh, See how we go. And that's it for today. All right, I've got to run off and go get the squid. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow, wrap up those games. We might even do some uh, extra fun stuff because considering there's only three games. We'll see how we go. So make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey IG, or all over the socials. Uh, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz chopping up about NFL. It finally went up today after a fucking litany of just dumb shittery. Gaz getting stuck in Sydney, uh, getting sick, bringing the Omicron back with him. Uh, and then just, yeah... Our house shutting down last night and having no power for like four hours. It was fucking crazy. Anyway, it's a good one today. So it's like the most sober ever NFL Australia because we did it in the morning. Uh, Adam with World Wrestling Australia. Go check that out on YouTube. He wraps up the end of the uh, wrestling stuff for the Aussies for the 12 months worth of stuff. And it's awesome. FWCIE on Twitter as well. Check out World Wrestling Australia on YouTube. NBAStraw.com slash shop. Get your merch. Chuck us a rating on your podcast app. Come on. Don't be a bastard. It's the giving season. Give me a rating and review Tell me how great I am. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYER and get 20% off from free shipping. The Daily Liquor.com, STREA, twenty. STRAYER. Uh, you get a free sixer. Love that. And Knowable. If you download the very Get Yourself Smart Knowable app from the App Store, bang in the code STRAYER, you'll get very smart and you'll get 20% off. Love it. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Also, Joshua DeLaRentis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Should I? Green, Green, Green and Dozers, they're all behind the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all at Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Apple Music, Spotify, and uh, go vote for like Goldmines and Ramshackle Army and stuff in the Triple J Hottest 100. Uh, NBA Australia, Sports Australian Bands. so should you. We'll close out today's show with a rerun Cooking with Bainsey. Love it. Uh, we'll have a new skit tomorrow because there's only three uh, games, so she, she'll be right. We might do a diary of Stephen Adams. We might even do a new Cooking with Bainsey. Who knows? Either way, I'll speak to you then. Catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA's try saying, look after yourselves, would ya? You? And later husin. The worst of these. The worst of,
1: the worst of Too much we... Cooking with Beinsy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainsey, with your host, Aaron bangers ha! <laughs> yeah, yeah, g'day, it's Cooking with Bainsey, and I'm your host, Aaron Bangers-Bainsey. Yep, that's right. Just here in this here episode, going to whip up a nice delish dish for you. You know what we're going to do this week? Oh, a Cheryl. Look at you over there. You're always losing your mind. Anyway, we're going to whip up one of my absolute Aussie favourites that you can have whenever. It is the classic bangers, scrambled eggs on toast. That's right, bloody scrambled eggs on toast. That's right, I love me some scrambled eggs on toast and I'll tell you what, it is Easy peasy, mate. Definitely helps keep up this physique, you know what I mean? Protein, baby! Yeah, look at you. All right, so it's bloody simple, mate. All you got to do is go down to your soupy, load up on a thing of eggs, get a dozen of them. Don't be a coward. Don't get six. Get a dozen. Now, get the free-range ones. Don't be a prick and get those ones that are from cage chooks. That's a no-no. Now, make sure you got some butter, maybe a bit of milk, a bit of salt and pepper. And now, don't be a coward. Get some chilies. Maybe grab some spring onions as well. Then get over to your bakery. Say good day to Stuve the Baker. G'day, Steve. how are you, mate? Yeah, there you go. Now grab a thingo of their fancy sourdough. Don't fuck around with shit bread, mate. This will blow your mind, trust me. Righto. Now, you put your cooker on your medium, you get your fry pan or your saucepan, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter, mate. Grease her up with some butter. Now bang your eggs in there. Yeah, that's right. Just flat out, crack them straight in there. Now, some nongs do something different with it and whisk it all up in a bowl beforehand and mix in some fucking mixed herbs and all this shit. Don't bother. Do your whisking as they cook. So that's what you do. You crack the eggs in there, stir them up, take it off the hood a couple of times. There you go. There you go. Yep, just let her settle. Stir her around, stir around. Bit of your milk. There you go. Look, oh, that looks bloody delicious, doesn't it? Now, pop your toast in. Slice up your bread. Pop your toast in. Big, thick slices. There you go. Now, just sit back. Grab a tin. Oh, brekkie tins. How good is this? Now, chop up your chili and your spring onions. Make sure your eggs are looking nice and moist, but not too moist, mind you. And throw them on the eggs. Bang in some salt and pepper on there. Grab your taste. Butter her up. There you go. Mrs. will love that. Turn off the heat in your eggs and then you bang them on. And I'll tell you why, Bob's your fucking uncle. Because that, my is an absolute bloody ripper of a brekkie, a lunch, or even a bloody dinner. It's bangers, scrambled eggs, that's right. It's just bloody delicious, mate. And it'll dead sit in the Sheila's, don't you worry about that. You know? Got a big night of banging ahead of you, behind you, whatever. Cook up this and they'll never leave your side. That's right. And if you want to get fancy, or a bit fancy-pantsy, oh, look at this, look at me, look at me, add a side of avo, add a side of bacon or smoked salmon even, maybe even some little baby tomatoes. And that will taste fucking unreal. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, so how easy is that? Get stuck in, do it at home yourselves, and you'll absolutely bloody well love it. Alright, there you go. Tune in to NBA Australia next time for a new recipe and we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Banji.